The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream, where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the truth and the beauty of who you are. I am your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden, here on Unity Online Radio. The number to call in if you have a question about your dreams or about our topic today is 816-251-3555. Today's show is about energy vampires, how, aka how to not suck or be sucked. That just sounds really crass. I'm so sorry for those of you who have delicate ears, but it's um, that's what we're talking about today. And I think... Our topic is one of the biggest unsolved mysteries there are. Forget about Bigfoot and all of those and the Loch Ness monster. How do you how do you be a sensitive person in this world? And how do you be a caring, loving, kind person in this world and not let this happen to you? Or as Lisa Campion, my guest that will come up in the next, in the, at the half hour, she's going to join us, how to not become one of these yourself. Because many times it's the most sensitive people that give so much of themselves that drain themselves and get empty. They're running on fumes and then they need something. They need some spiritual food. They need some love. They need some kindness, some reassurance, some upliftment. And she says that sometimes it's the kindest, sweetest people, most loving, sensitive people that can be the big vampires if they're not careful and don't take care of themselves. So we're going to we're going to figure this all out today. That is my intention. But before we get started, I we're also going to talk about your dreams. So if you have dreams that relate to this, by the way, dreams, how do dreams fit into this conversation about energy vampires? Oh my God, in about every conceivable way. Carolyn Mace once said years ago, I heard her say this, that the reason we're alive as humans, the entire purpose of our lives is to learn how to manage our power. And I know Robert Moss, who's going to be my guest next week, by the way, he talks about how in our dreams, it's all about power and all about how do we honor our soul. So in dreams, we get to see a deeper look than we normally take when we're in our waking lives at how we're doing managing our power. So if we're having a lot of nightmares, for example, if we're running from something or someone, then we could consider that we're maybe not having the best boundaries or this person that's chasing us is an aspect of our power that once we learn how to integrate it, we will have stronger boundaries. We'll have a stronger sense of our power. But usually we humans forget how powerful we are and we are all about the business of trying to get our power like like the old song looking for love in all the wrong places 
We're looking for power in all the wrong places when we could really just stop and drop to our knees right where we are. This is holy ground. Where we are is where it's at. So let's just take a moment to do something that I like to do to bring myself back. When I find myself running like chicken little without a head, the sky is falling, trying to like get people to love me, like me, approve of me, think I'm cute, think I'm funny, think I'm whatever it is, and how I get myself back. It's the quickest, easiest way to do this. This is my strategy. Lisa is going to give us in the half hour, she's going to come in in about 25 minutes and give us her best techniques for how to get your power back if you've been sucked or if you're the sucker. Um, but this is my way. taking Doing a quick little meditation prayer, and this is like 30 seconds, so join me with this. If you can, stop where you are and just take a big deep breath. <sighs> and just let your breathing help to be like a giant, beautiful waterfall that helps to release from you anything that you don't like, anything you don't want, anything that you don't want to hold on to, anything that is taking from you or any places that you have attached yourself that isn't in the highest and best for you or for those involved. So just take a moment to release because if it's truly, truly of the highest, it will stay intact. But if it does go, then that means it's temporary and that means it's probably not of the highest. So just let everything go as much as you can with your exhales. And simultaneously breathe in the highest, brightest light to fill up that space that you've just released. Nature abhors a vacuum, so breathe in the light from the highest. I always think of it as the sunlight of the spirit, and it's shining right on you right now, and you are receiving it in your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit, in your words, in your thoughts, in your deeds, with this breath. You're filled up, saturated. You have your own umbilical cord to God, to spirit, to the beauty and the intelligence that governs this universe. You don't need anything from anyone else. Anything that you get from any other human or any animal or anything on this planet is just icing on a beautiful cake that you already have baked. You have all the ingredients. You're already delicious. So just breathe that in. That's what's true about you. To me, that's one of the quick ways I bring myself back so that I find myself not going outside and trying to get or giving more than what I have. Because often giving can also be a way of taking if we're not awake if we're not coming from that high place. Now, I don't want this topic to scare you because I'm definitely not somebody who likes to play on the fear factor. I like to empower people and inspire them. And this topic, anything that has to do with vampires, energy vampires, psychic vampires, it can be, it can hit that fear button. And, and I don't want to do that to you. Although I think this is a serious topic because I think that we are here to do really great things. And we can't do those things if we're just giving our energy away hither and yon 
willy nilly <laughs> without thinking about what we're doing. So I think we need to be mindful about this so that we can do what we came here to do. So I want to first bring on my friend Nancy and Nancy Telzero is here. Nancy T. Hey, honey, are you there? I sure am. Okay, so what's up your sleeve? Do you have any thoughts or questions you want me to share with Lisa? Or what what comes to your heart and mind when I say energy vampires? What's up with that with you? Well, first of all, that's been something lately that I'm a lot more sensitive to if, if that's happening around me. And it's one thing if it's somebody who's in that very inner circle, you sort of absorb it and figure out how to work with it. But if it's someone who isn't and doesn't really deserve that kind of audience, um, I, I find myself distancing and getting away from it just so that that doesn't happen to me. But at the same time, I also have been thinking a lot about what I bring to the table and the kind of energy I bring. And when I know that I'm not in a good space, when I know I'm just a little bit blue or I'm you know, feeling sorry for myself or whatever, what have you, I often choose to disconnect and take time alone. Mm. My question for Lisa would be, is that the only method of, you know, of stopping yourself from being that vampire or is there another tool? Because for Ooh, me, I you know what, we've got Firestar on the other line and I know Firestar is someone who knows a lot about this topic. So Let's bring her on. And Nancy, I'm going to keep you on too. And okay. I think I can have two people on at once. Let's see. So, Firestar, is that you? Hi, oh my goodness, you might be me? muted. I can't you hear there? you. Um, Fire, are you there? Are you there? I, I can hear her. I can hear, I can hear. Oh, yay! Firestar! Hi. Okay, so let's start with this. What do you know about energy vampires? Are they real? Do you, what's your best go-to way to protect yourself from them and to not be one of them? Oh my gosh. I have so much to say about this because I'm, (laughs) I'm a body worker. So for 25 years, so I pull out energy vampire, I mean, pull out energy vampires out of people's bodies and help them Ooh. regain their power and um, uh, all the time for, for a long time. And um, I think that when I first became aware of this, it was, um, it was really scary actually for me because I was actually seeing how we all vampire each other and how we're like borrowing energy from each other. I know. <laughs> so I hid in my house for a while and then um, this was a long time ago. <laughs> But um, <laughs> really, we don't want people about... to do that. <laughs> Not for too no, long, anyway. No, no, no. Um, I mean, really bringing your conscious awareness to what what are you doing with your energy? Like, how many people mm-hmm. walk around with that awareness? So, I think really being aware of you are an energy uh, body, an energy system, um, as well as in a physical body, but that our energy does affect other people and, um, and vice versa. And, um, there's a lot of tools that I teach people to do. Um, how can I explain that verbally? What's your go-to? What's your, like, if you, you know, only had a a minute or two to be able to be able to totally turn, like Nancy is, is going through some stuff and, what's something that you could give her to, to help her to keep her power intact and be discerning with where her power goes and 
how to honor right. her energy. So the simple, easiest tool that I've um, taught people is to to bring your energy back to yourself is to cross your legs. And it's actually socially acceptable to do that, um, whether you're <laughs> sitting down or standing up. Especially <laughs> so if you're wearing you a dress, if you're sitting your down, ankles. keep going. Yeah, so if you're sitting down or standing up, you can cross your legs at your ankles and then also put your hands together, like clasp them together and close your energy circuit at your thumbs. So that literally brings your hands and feet, uh, the energy at your hands and feet where energy comes in and out back to your own energy body. And you can literally feel the difference if you open your energy and uncross your legs and then you're open and then if you close Mm. your energy. So if you're in the presence of someone that you feel is pulling on you and usually it happens in your well a lot of times in your solar plexus if you feel like a pain or a tug or a pull on your solar plexus that's an energy vampire and most people are not consciously doing this you know so Mm. something that they're right do you think any vamp i mean there's probably a, a small percentage of people that are that are diabolical that are out there really trying to do this but most people are probably pretty innocent in this experience don't you think I mean, it's true, yes, and they wouldn't put it in that way. If someone's out to get attention, you know, it's like how far are you going to go with that? You know, so that can be energy vampiring too is like needing that kind of sexual attention. Um, A lot of sexual vampires like needing that kind of attention to feel good about themselves because they're not whole and not giving that to themselves. So there's that, you know, that. But there's no end to it. Like I can think for myself because I, I have to be honest. I, I can totally remember times in my life where I just felt like an empty pit where there was no amount of love or attention that was enough. And it felt like it was because I was looking for it in the wrong places and I wasn't going to God. I wasn't connecting with a higher space. And, and in that, in that other place where I'm trying to get it from people, then it feels like there's just, they can say all the right things and give you all the right kudos. And, but it's like, there's some part of you that knows this is, there's a, there's an expiration date here. This isn't sustainable. And so you just keep needing more. So there's, it's never enough if you're really in vampire mode, right? Yes. Absolutely. And yes, and I've done that too when I was younger and needed that and that sort of energy. And it's not about, um, you know, making someone evil or an evil agenda, although there are people that do have a negative, you know, a dark agenda, but it's, I think it's just about being conscious and aware of what you're doing with your energy. Um, Because there are times that we're not in a whole place and that's human and that's okay. Right. And Right. Um, so this is like the, this is the tricky thing. Cause sometimes we, I mean, we genuinely are hurting or we're going through something. I mean, I just was at a memorial and I felt like I cried my eyes out and I, and I felt so depleted the next day. And I was like, Oh my God, am I a vampire? But I think the discernment is I'm not trying to go now out to get somebody to fill me up. I just wanted to do like what Nancy was saying go internal, go into my own little cave, do some reading, be gentle with myself and fill up. So if we're, is that something that we should be aware of when we're feeling depleted, what we then do to fill ourselves up? Yes. And I love your Carolyn Mace um, 
parallel. She's, she's awesome and really explains it's about, you know, your management of power, um, where we give our power away. And, our you know, it takes two to be to tango in the vampire world. So if someone's <laughs> vampiring you, you're allowing it, you know. And we might right. be vampiring them, and there could be like a mutual vampire party, you know. So it's, um, Ooh, you know. That sounds like fun. I know. <laughs> Ew. Um, Nancy, is this helping? I mean, I know from what I know about you, you're like Mrs. Fashionista. So the idea of crossing your legs, crossing your ankles, crossing all that, is that something you can remember? Is that helpful? Are you kidding? I was doing it while she was saying it. (laughs) It was so helpful. Emily Post would give you an A+. Okay, that is a really, really good tip. Okay, is there anything else, like any quick last thing that you'd like to say, Fire? I know that you're on the fly, a firefly on the fly. Um, I think that's, I mean, as a quick snippet, I mean, it's just, really being super aware of your energy field and um, doing things to, that you can protect yourself and purify your energy on a daily basis. I use salt. Salt is amazing. So whether you're being in salt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's um, if you're Talk like about how you use salt. salt so you can use it um, in a soak, in a, as a, in a bath, or you can literally, I just have two mason jars, um, one of, Epsom salt and one of, um, or sea salt and one of baking soda. And I pour it in my hand and I use it as a scrub every day. And that to me just pulls out anything energetically. You can visualize anything you've taken on for the day. Or if you're someone that works with a lot of people, you need to be releasing that energy. So salt mm, is a one uh, that's great. tool to do that. That's wonderful. So, um, I know you have to fly, so I will let you go. But thank you so much. And your your website, by the way, so people can find you. Or fi- um, it's it's Firestar Starfire on Facebook, right? Or Beauty uh, Soul. Firestar Bodywork. Firestar Bodywork. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to yeah, have to have you back you. on. We need to spend a lot more time with thank you. Thank you. I love, love you. Fire. Bless you. I would love <laughs> to be on. Okay. Rock thank on. you. So. Bye, fire. Um, Bye. I want to say something and and I see that we've got some more callers, but I want to just jump in here. And this is one thing, Nancy, you know this about me. Um, my intention is always like when I come down to one word, it's I'm one with the sun. Like I'm always wanting to expand my energy. And, you know, a lot of people talk about the power poses, about like standing in a way where you're taking up space. Like it's the exact opposite of closing yourself off. So mm-hmm. I think, um, I think there's, I guess it's just a, a matter of who you're around and how much you feel like you have dominion of your space. So I don't know. I mean, cause I know Nancy, you've shared your intention is to give love and to get love. Are you getting a sense of, of, of how discernment could play in that so that you're not just wide open and as a healer friend of mine in the past used to say lunch for anyone that comes along. Ooh. Wow. He called me lunch. I was like, oh, <laughs> I've been called. I don't think I've been called worse than lunch. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Overbearing. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I have been called overbearing, and I guess that would be me being a vampire. Oh, how horrible. Okay, That's the confessional. Crazy. Let me bring on Suzanne and see what Suzanne's question is. So, Nancy, hang in there if you have a minute. We'll see how this conversation flows. Suzanne, welcome Hi. to the call. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream. Are you there? Hi. Hi, Kelly. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. 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 So, hi. I What's on your hi. mind and heart and soul regarding energy vampires and how to not suck <laughs> or be sucked? Let's just not say not we're going to talk suck. about the oral history of this topic. That's what <laughs> you're funny. Oh, so, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I have a question as much as uh, I just felt compelled to call in because this is oh. something that I am like in the sludge of like it's just I feel like I've I just have so many people in my life that I feel Mm -hmm. like I overgive and then I feel depleted afterwards and it's just so when I saw that you were going to do this call I was excited about about you know participating and listening and um, Mm -hmm. I love Carolyn Mace and I love what you talked about you know power and one thing that she also said years ago that I was reading, she was talking about looking at it like in having your energy be like money. Like let's say you have a hundred dollars. Yes. Yes. And what do you want to invest in? So at the end of the day, you want to have, you know, more money instead of like giving it all away and being depleted. So I've just, mm. yeah, I've just really been looking at like, I mean, I, I noticed that the one common denominator in all these relationships is me. You know, mm. like I, I tend to go to people that need a lot. And and so yeah. that's, I'm just kind of grappling with that. And I just wanted to, you know, see what your take on it was and share what I've learned. And so I just thought mm. I'd call in. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for bringing your energy into this conversation. You know, I'm just remembering somebody a few years ago saying, this is when I was really seeing clients back to back to back. And and they were saying, doesn't it get depleting? And I was saying, no. At the end of a day of seeing clients, I don't feel depleted. In fact, I feel high because I, when I'm doing it right, I feel like it's not me that's doing the work. When I do it wrong, it is me that's doing the work. And then I'm whacked at the end of the day. But if I'm doing it right, then I am imagining ruthlessly that the person sitting in front of me or on the phone or whoever it is I'm working with, I'm envisioning their own umbilical cord connected to source. And my job is to just kind of be a little midwife that's helping to attach that umbilical cord. I'm not helping them attach their umbilical cord to me because it seems like it just, (laughs) if Kelly, the human, I have finite resources and I might be fabulous one day and on and giving somebody everything they need, but the next day I might be on something else or somewhere else or someone else and not there. Mm -hmm. So I can't set myself up to be the be all end all source. And it might sound a little lazy and in some way, I think it is lazy. Um, I, I I think I've joked about one of these days writing a book called The Lazy Girl's Rules to Life. And it's lazy to not have to do all the work, to, to send it to God and then just be kind of an intermediary. And I mean lazy like in the divine sense, <laughs> D- divine laziness, like not like, like, like stupid easy. laziness. Like <laughs> Does that make sense? 
<laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Nancy, how about you? Not- what do you, what do you, are you getting anything from this different placement of the umbilical cord? I love that. And I also love the idea, if you thought of it as $100, boys, that bring clarity because how often yeah. do we give it all away and we're like, um, I'm going to need a loan. <laughs> and, and that, that loan because, turns us into the, the, you know, where's the nearest neck? I need to suck on something. And it's, it's just not good. So I love that. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Years ago, um, one of the first medicine circles I did, Native American circles, we 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 talked about the power of holding our circle. And and Suze, I think you were there. Were you there? I think so. I if you weren't there, you were there in spirit for sure. But the idea was we were all collecting stones to be able to put around ourselves. And the person who was leading the ceremony said, okay, this represents your sacred circle. This is your place in the universe. And because the macrocosm and the microcosm exist at the same time. That means that within this little circle of stones that you're in the middle of, the whole universe is in this circle. Your job is to sit here for a while. And I know when people do soul retrievals and when they do um, bigger, bigger ceremonies where they um, vision quests, they do it for days and days on a mountaintop way out in the middle of the nature of nature without eating, drinking anything. But we just did a mini version of that where you sit in the circle and you're just to stay there. You're simply to stay there and to practice holding your energy and notice where you want to go away from your energy. Notice where you want to go out and and take from somebody else's energy. But the moment you open up your stones, open up your circle, that leaves a gap. And then all of a sudden your energy goes whoosh out and then there's a depletion and then you have to take energy from somebody else. Or if somebody comes into your circle, they take something, then it just creates this back and forth. So the whole notion is how do you hold your circle? And if you let your energy go, don't worry about it. It's no big drama. Just get it back. And you can do that with the breath. Imagine that every new breath is you're breathing your your energy back in and you're practicing holding it and then you're letting it go, but you're giving it back to, to spirit, to something higher, something like that. So Suzanne and Nancy, thank you so much for calling in. I so appreciate your feedback. Is there any last little things that you guys would like to say? Oh, we're going to break. All right. So when we come back from this break, we're going to have Lisa Campion on. We're going to talk more about how to not suck the art of psychic Reiki and how to not be an energy vampire. So stay with us here on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. 
Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Eric Butterworth, taken from the live lecture, A Course in Practical Metaphysics. Healing is the experience in our life of coming out of the darkness into the light, getting out of the confusion of human consciousness into the allness which is always present. But the allness of infinite life is present even within the illness. So God is not a healer. He doesn't look down upon you and say, well, you're sick, but you're a good person, and I like you very much, so I'm going to take this illness away from you. God doesn't take illness away from anybody, nor does God put illness into anyone, which belies a lot of traditional religious thought, too. We talk about, well, suffer to be so, it's God's will, and I guess it's my place to accept it. The will of God must always be the ceaseless longing of the Creator to express itself in that which has created. So it's a constancy, it's a force, which is ever seeking to press itself out into visibility as life, as wholeness, as success. To find out more about Eric Butterworth, visit unity.org. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. If you've been on a spiritual path for a long time, what can you read that's new and exciting? Try Unity Magazine. It's designed for the seasoned spiritual student with in-depth articles and interviews about spiritual practices and philosophies. Our columnists share their own faith journeys and cover healing, science, and psychology with even a little scripture thrown in. You'll read some classic authors and some new ones. Get a free trial issue at unitymagazine.org. Stretch your mind and open your heart every Thursday at 10 a.m. Central with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien and the Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way. Gain insights into spiritual principles that touch upon the most practical aspects of our lives, like work, relationships, health, and diet. Discover time-tested practices from the ancient system of Kriya Yoga, a philosophy for living a more fulfilled life in today's hectic world. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream. I'm your host, Kelly Sullivan Walden on Unity Online Radio. And I am so excited about this topic. Literally, my hands are like hot. I'm like, everything is buzzing around me. And I'm so excited to be joined by my dear friend, Lisa Campion. She is the author of the book that's coming out on October 2nd. So mark your calendar. She's going to be doing this incredible launch party, giving away thousands of dollars worth of gifts and and bonuses and this incredible program that she's going to tell you about that would normally cost just a ton of money and she's giving it away for free on the day of her lunch so she's the opposite of an energy vampire she is a giver she is such a giver but coming from a big place so she won't get depleted so energy vampires is a term we've heard a lot about but what is it exactly and how do we solve this mystery how do we not be that how do we stop people from taking from us psychic 
and master Reiki teacher, Lisa Campion. She's got a radical and controversial idea about this topic. And we're going to talk about these little suckers and how to block them today. So Lisa has been working as a psychic and master energy healer for over 25 years. She's trained thousands of people in how to manage their sensitivities. So if you're a sensitive person who is like, oh, but how do I, can I become a healer? How do I do this? Lisa is the person that you have to go to, to turn what might seem like a weakness into your greatest strength. She works with empaths, healers, and other sensitives to help them train up their superpowers so that they can fully step into their life purpose because the world needs all the healers it can get, let's face it. So please don't just be be the sensitive person and lock yourself into a cave and don't come out. No, no, no. The world needs you, but you need schools to be out there and, and do what you need to do without harming yourself and actually have a life with a ton of juice and, and joy. So Lisa Campion, welcome to Ask Dr. Dream. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me on the show. It's so juicy to have you. Oh, my God. All right. So you are a Kung Fu master. I love that about you. So one thing that people need to know about Lisa, that she's different than most healers or what you might might think of as a healer. She is everything that you think of when you think of a healer, but she's a badass. Excuse my French. I hope I can say that on this show. You might have to believe me. But she's like a warrior and she knows Kung Fu and she's got tattoos and she's just so cool. She's like a woman's woman. She is juicy. She's a friend. She's beautiful. She's fabulous. She's just like, I don't know, kind of perfect. I kind of love her. And I'm so happy that she's going to teach us all about not being a vampire and how to get them away. So, Lisa, let's just dive right in. How can you spot an energy vamp? <laughs> a vamp. I like that. We're going to just call them vamps from far away, from a mile away before they get their teeth into your neck. Well, I'm sure all of us have had this, you know, experience and um, especially sensitive people tend to like draw them in. So if you're a sensitive or an empath or a healer type, you've got like a big target on your back. You're like a big vamp magnet, Oof. you know, and um, they'll they'll come right in and, and they, they will come in for healing like they're. Um, I don't know really if very many people actually wake up in the morning and think to themselves, how can I suck the life out of Kelly today? It's not usually like con- in their conscious mind that they're trying to do this. Right. You know, they're, they're needy or they're empty feeling or they're, there's some sort of unmet need. And, and I do like, if we look at it sort of from a, from the, the way that an electrician or a quantum physicist would look at it, we can think that some people are like uh, electron donors. They're like the natural givers. And some people are electron takers. They have their missing one. And that when you have like that's a positive and negative current, that's what creates energy flow. That's what creates chemistry right. between people. You yes. Know? So, right. and I think people have sort of a natural inclination to be one or the other. And and if we can sort of take the judgment, like you're an evil person, if you're a minus one electron, you know, right. <laughs> it's it just might be your your natural state, or it might be like uh, you're just going. Some people are become energy vampires temporarily when they're going through a really difficult time. It's right, and even the people that are quite giving can become like that if they're 
um, if they get too drained. But you you know, we all we all um, recognize those people. So a lot of times, if you're sensitive, you're, you're gonna you're gonna feel like sort of the magnet repelling quality. They come towards you, and you want to take a step back. Mm. That's a really good way. When you mm. somebody that you really don't want to have them in your personal space, like as they come, they're coming towards you, you're kind of backing up. Um, and they generally have this sort of uh, feeling of they want something from you. Mm-hmm. And it could be even, I mean, it's kind of seductive. Like, you know, I remember there was, there was a time when there was um, some people that were like, oh, Kelly, it was like when my first book came out and I was kind of like, it was all I wanted to do was to be like, no, no, no. I just put words on a page. I just did this. I'm not anybody like I, I felt like I could have gone in and like taken them with me. And I went, no, I don't want to, I want to give them back their power. And I want to diminish whatever this, this glamour is that's kind of like creating this like, ah, or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 because I knew, I mean, I've had, I've, I've, I've been, I've been a sucker for it before a sucker, no pun intended, where I feel like I've let people put me on a pedestal and then I've dropped far down and been sucked and then left as roadkill. So there's, it can be seductive, but it's like, just like in the stories of the vampires, if you, you get that energy, but then there's, it takes away and there's diminishing returns, right? Yeah. I heard somebody recently um, sort of make a really sweeping generalization, but I, I thought about it. I think it sort of has some truth to it that the vampires are tend to be sort of like the narcissistic personality, you know, types. So, mm. I mean, we all have varying degrees of narcissism, but I, I think there's like empaths on one side of the spectrum and narcissists on the other. So that go. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the energy giver and the energy taker. And when we manage ourselves, so when we learn how to manage our energy, even if you're an energy taker and you're, you have sort of a narcissistic bent to you, those people are amazing. They get things done. They believe in themselves. They have good mm. self-esteem. You know, they're sort of taking, when they learn how to take care of their own energetic needs, they become like a powerhouse in the world, like people we really admire, you know? Mm. So mm. I, I feel like there's like a, there's a, an edge where, if you are somebody that's more of a taker and you and you learn how to manage your energy and you learn empathy and you learn how to become like more sensitive to the people around you, it's like fuel to get your stuff done. Okay, so we're back and apparently we've got a lot of people that are wanting this topic because, I don't know, everything just kind of shut down. So maybe that's kind of what happens once you've been, once you've been drained, even though I've been so juicy. This is so such an exciting topic or... I don't know, maybe it's just too high voltage a topic. So anyway, we're back. So Lisa, continue with whatever you were saying when everything cut off. Um, yeah, so, you know, I don't know, you were asking about how people can tell. And I, you know, I loved what you were talking about, about the seductive quality of, I think there's a couple of kind of energy vamps. So there are definitely the subduct, uh, seductive ones, but I think they're also sort of like the black hole needy ones. You know, yeah. they're just really, ha- they're really having a need. And it's right. hard when we're sensitive and empaths and we want to help, right? Right, right. I heard once that, um, and this is in the in the a totally different domain of conversation about subpersonalities and how if there, it's like talking about the inner child, the needy inner child, and how if the inner child 
isn't present in a relationship, then there's no depth. So it's mm-hmm. almost like if you if you're in intimacy in in a close connection, whether it be with a romantic partner or a dear deep friend, if you don't reveal your vulnerability and your underbelly, then there's really no depth. So in some way, this is like it's like we in order to have close relationships, we need to go there. We need to risk sharing what we like our needy selves without it just getting out of control. So, you know, it's kind of like being somebody who loves food and eats too much, and yet you, you still have to eat food. You don't get to just, like like alcohol, not, not have it anymore. So you have to manage in between this. It's such a bizarre thing. So is it a matter of, so what are, like, I mean, speaking of intimacy, let's go there. Because intimacy, I think, is probably one of the hardest areas to unravel when you're, when you're having sex with people or someone, how do you get untangled from that? Well, it's great. Um, That's a great topic. And it is one of the areas where people or vamping happens the most frequently and sort of the most, (laughs) the most damage does the most harm. And I love that you talked about neediness because I think that everyone is needy. We have to just acknowledge that when we don't acknowledge that we're needy and we have needs, um, that neediness right. goes underground. It gets pushed into the shadow and then can appear, come out like the vampire unconsciously, you know? Right. And, like and I love that, that you talked about food too, because that's sort of like that. Um, I think when you're, an, when, when there's vamping going on, there's people are swapping energy and sort of literally trying to fill their, this hunger, right? Vampires are hungry. Um, and they, in, right. in our mythology, they drink blood, which is our life force energy, right? So, when you're hungry and needy and you don't know how to source yourself, you don't know how to, where to get that energy and nobody knows where to get that energy because nobody's ever taught that, right? We only know how to try and take energy from other people. And it happens a lot when we're, when we're in, in sexual like relationships between lovers because of the energy exchange that happens through sex, through, um, through the exchange, like literally like you're plugging into someone's chakra circuits and their energy body. Right. And, um, and that's when, you know, when it's done in a healthy way, <clears throat> love making can be like an incredibly powerful way to refill your energy in a healthy way. And when it's not, when it's sort of done unconsciously or it's in an unhealthy relationship where there's not love and there, there's not kind of a real intimate connection, then it, then there's usually one partner taking and one partner giving. And it can be like huge. I'm sure all of us have had sexual encounters where we walked away from that feeling amazing, healthy, vibrant, and other ones where we've walked away feeling like literally drained and empty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're yeah. just joining us, by the way, the other voice that you're hearing is Lisa Campion. She's the author of the upcoming book, The Art of Psychic Reiki. It's coming out on October 2nd. We're doing a big, I'm going to be a part of Lisa's Amazon campaign, and she's got a big launch party coming up. Go to lisacampion.net to find out all the information. And today we're talking about energy vampires and how to not be one, how to see one, how to spot one from afar, and how to make sure that you're not one and and how to fill yourself up. So let's just let's just kind of 
go to the end, like the, the ultimate, like imagine what would it be like? And do you think it's even possible for us to, to, to solve this, this problem? Like if we, if the world all of a sudden, if I had a magic wand, waved that wand and the whole world was no longer misusing their energy and each other's energy, do you think that's possible, A, and B, what would that be like? It's totally possible. Um, and I hope that it happens. Wow. That we'd, we'd all be better off. Um, you know, we'd lifetime. all be more ha- happier and more fulfilled if we could get there. But I, I think it mm-hmm. comes from learning how to refill our own energy. And we have um, around us two very or three very powerful sources of energy that we can constantly pull from when we learn how to do it. And this is what like meditators, yogis, tantra practitioners do and so we have the energy of the earth and we can learn how to connect with earth energy in so many ways maybe it's walking through the woods maybe it's doing a meditation where you're dropping the grounding core to the center and pulling energy up from the earth maybe it's you know forest bathing walking around in nature or sitting by the seashore there's ways we can connect with earth energy that um, we can totally fill us and also solar energy. I think there's a reason why people love to be sunbathers and sun worshippers. So when the, that oh. solar energy, you know, literally recharges our cellular battery, like the the, the mitochondria in our cell take that and convert it into um, energy. Like that's what they do for plants. So we can do that. And then there are divine sources of energy. So however you connect to, whether it's God or religion or spirituality, we can constantly sort of recharge from these never-ending batteries that are around us. Oh, wow. As opposed to the finite batteries that are people and substances or, um, oh, awesome. I love that. So, 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 So getting, like some of the simplest things, like the earth that's right beneath our feet, like get your feet on the ground even lay on the ground. When I lived in New Mexico, we had this awesome property and medicine wheel. And I would literally go up there and just like lay face down on the ground with my whole body. Yeah. <laughs> right. You get a huge off. recharge doing that. And, and also there's, you know, activities you can do too. So I think like, if you think about that, you have a gas tank, like your car does. And as you do things and give you, you, um, you know, use gas. And then we have to also put gas yeah. in. So you can think about, what they what activities bring you gas in maybe it's creative creative Mm. like writing or dancing or singing maybe it's um play you know playing sports playing games playing with your kids you know what what feels yummy to you what activities put and you can pretty much divide the things that you do into gas in and gas out right so we need to really balance that. that the more we put out the more we have to put back in You know, one of the reasons why I'm passionate about dreams is I notice that when I write my dreams down, when I, when I remember a dream, I feel like it's kind of like what, regardless of what the dream is, it feels like it's one of those ways that I get juiced. I feel like it's like part of the attachment of my spiritual umbilical cord. I feel like the universe is talking to me and I, and I'm hearing it and I'm letting it know I'm listening. I'm here. And I'm, and you're important to me. And that feels like 
So I, I don't know, that's, that's one of the things that I suggest that, that people do. And then be on the lookout for how that dream is speaking to them, to be in that ultimate field of synchronicity, divine right place at the right time, that's doing the right thing with the right people. And I, I know that, um, that I, I remember this time in my life where I was really wide open and I had a client come to me. It was when I was seeing people at my house and he came in for a session with me. And while he was there, I was all by myself, phones turned off. He said, I'm not here for a session. I saw you at church and I just wanted to have a relationship with you. And I knew that you were taken. And so here I am. So I lied and I'm here. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. This guy is going to kill me. Oh my God. And when he, and I, and I did a session with him, but I, and how I, I felt like I just came in from the biggest God place I had. Like I've put my whole human self aside and just was like, God ripped through me. So that's one question I want to get back to with you. Where does God fit into all this? To me, that feels like my go-to solution. But by the time I, I left him and the session was over, I felt like I had given him back to himself and said, dude, you don't need me. I represent an aspect of you. That's what our dreams tell us, that everyone in our dream and in our lives is an aspect of ourselves that we may have said, no, 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 that's not me. It, it, but it is. It's all a part of our power. So I felt good about myself when I let him go. But then five minutes after he got in his car and he drove off, the, the human panic set in. And I all of a sudden became so closed off for like two weeks. I literally, Firestar was on the show earlier and she was talking about closing your arms, closing your legs, touching your toes, like closing, closing, closing in order to not be taken from. So I felt like I closed down and I was almost dead because I closed down so much. Like I felt like I didn't want to be on the planet if I had to close down that much. So it was a process to find my way back to the middle where I could still be open and loving. And to me, the big word is discernment. So two questions for you. How how do you recommend people use discernment, and what's God got to do with it? Well, I, I love, you know, the concept of discernment, and I, I feel like we all have, like, an intuition about that, you know? And I would yeah. say, really, really trust your gut, you know? Trust your intuition, your belly, your body, all, your heart. Always know what's really real in any situation, and our minds can get in there yeah. and mess us up. So discernment is more of a gut thing, I think, um, and right. I I feel like we can we can always fall back on that, and that's where and ha- having a really good boundary. So having a lot of faith, and I think it takes a lot of work to have good boundaries. It's continual work. I mean, I'm always having to work on it. Um, you know, we get those and extreme cases like you have, really, like the boundary pusher. The you know, like that person really pushed your boundary, and you you were able to do it in a moment of grace, calling in God to help you. Um, yeah. Hold your boundary with a person who is really like in projection, really needy, really vampy, all of that. You like, and you know, you have to save me. You have to rescue me. Like you are my object, person, thing. That's that's a really common way people get vamped. You know, we can sort of allow it if we felt like if you had felt in that moment, like you had to rescue him or save him, he really would have sucked the life out of you. 
you know? Right. Um, Ooh, that's you know? a good point. So that Ooh, hook of where I we feel like you, so your discernment, your gut told you you didn't have to save him, that you needed right. God, you needed grace, like an intervention from God, and that, you know, that and to have faith in your boundary to hold hold that because really it's on us to hold our boundary it no one's going to create or hold a boundary for you nobody cares if you have a boundary or not there the, the most of the rest of the planet is invested in you not having a boundary so it's on Ooh. us to hold and maintain and and constantly it's for me constantly upgrading my boundary and learning more about it and i think god comes in really because i mean it sounds sort of corny but ultimately like if we were fully one with god there'd be Nobody would be vamping anybody ever, right? Or if we were conscious of our oneness with God, because I think yeah. we are all one with God. We just we just forget. forget. We keep forgetting. Forget. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. The universe is yep. on my side. God's got my back. I'm one with one with the one. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> There'd be no need to take anything from anybody else ever if we were, you know, we if so we're all silly? moving towards that, we're all evolving towards that. Um, I really believe that. And there's moments where that peaks through, you know, and I think cultivating that as we're, as we're evolving and growing, finding those grace moments, um, you know, opening, creating possibilities where we can have divine, you know, connection. There's nothing will fill you like one second of divine connection would fill you more than anything else we've ever talked about. Oh, amen, sister. And I think one massive solution, if people are really looking for solutions, is 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 Lisa's book, The Art of Psychic Reiki, is it's kind of like learning Reiki and how to use it. And it's it was once upon a time going to be called Reiki for Empaths. So I still think that that title is still in this book. Like this is for empaths. This is for sensitive people. And this and this may be for people that aren't so sensitive that want to become more sensitive. Because if you're the person that's doing the taking and everyone's getting pissed off at you, then maybe it's time to develop some empathy and develop some compassion. And I think Lisa's book, The Art of Psychic Reiki, will help in all of those regards. There's amazing I, I mean, I have to admit I'm a girl that loves pictures in a book. And your book is full of great pictures. Yay! Thank you so much for being my guest. Everybody mark October 2nd on your calendar and purchase The Art of Psychic Reiki. Go to lisacampion.net to get all the goodies that come along with that. Thank you so much for listening to Ask Dr. Dream today. My guest next week is Robert Moss to talk about shamanic dreams. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.